Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on the All right, on this very nasty, uh, windy Monday, we join you. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it on this uh, Monday evening after Easter. I know a very different Easter than you've ever experienced. Uh, it's been a wild day. We just got power back. We had lost it all day. The high winds, there were winds up to 70 miles an hour. It's still windy out there, so be safe uh, on this crazy day. I said, after looking at this weather today, what's next? Locust? I mean, we, uh, what else is going to happen to us? As we can't get out of the house and uh, we got, you know, pouring rain and heavy winds. We lose power today. But uh, thankfully, the PSE&G guys... Uh, and if they're listening, because I know they're listening, did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate you getting my power back so I could do the show today. Uh, and they did a good job. We lost it at 9 o'clock this morning. I saw them around, I guess, about 11, 30, 12. I said, hey, I'm on the air at 5. Can you help me out? And they got back at 4. So thank you very much. They did a very good job. So good job by PSANG. You know, this is going to be a big day, and I'm a little disappointed by what I'm watching because uh, I waited to hear the president today. Uh, and I knew there was going to be a lot of Fachi because Fachi over the weekend – made a, co- a comment that made Trump look bad. So the headlines were screaming about he should have done it earlier. Trump is incredibly so, uh, sensitive to that. Uh, there were rumors he retweeted that, you know, somebody said fire Fauci, he retweeted that. So everyone thought that he was after him. You knew he was going to pop him up early today. He did. And now instead of telling us what we want to hear, which is, hey, what is the plan going forward? We just heard Andrew Cuomo today have a teleconference with six governors all about, hey, here's how we're going to try to proceed. You heard other guys today talk about here's how we're going to try and proceed. Here's what we have to weigh. That's what you want to hear. And instead, we're back to I closed it first. I did this. Hey, he can't win this battle. They have the tapes. We've heard them. They're already out in commercials of when he said it was a hoax, of when he said that it would never hit our shores, of when he said it's going to piff and be gone. He had a bad start on this. We we know that. Now, instead of getting past that, now we got all Fauci. That's all we got. And instead of that, we can't hear anything about the future. I want to know where we're going from here. 
I don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm trying to blame anybody. We got to get past the blame game here. We got to get past this, that. Let's get to how we move on. America needs a plan to move forward. At least today, the governors went out there. I watched Cuomo 11. And, you know, it's still the bad news again. 677 dead. Horrific numbers. The number's still growing. And you knew there was going to be an issue. Today was the whole thing about Trump and Fashi and everything else. But instead of it being about what we want it to be about, what we need it to be about, it's still about who gets the blame, who was right, who's telling the truth. Hey, the president, I understand he's obsessed with that part. Okay? And he wasn't going to fire Fox because that would have been a dumb move. So the guys who want him to fire Fox, you want to hammer if he did, we're hoping he would. He's not going to be dumb enough to fire Fox. He knows Fox's approval rating is like 94%. So he's not doing that. Okay? But Fox went up there and basically took back everything, supposedly. He said yesterday. I didn't see what he said yesterday. I just saw the headlines today. Okay? Doesn't matter. Who cares now what happened in January? What's going to matter now as far as who's going to get elected in November on the day where Bernie endorses Biden. So now you officially have Biden versus Trump and nothing else. Okay. He now got behind Biden today. So, you know, you have Biden, you have Trump. So instead, it's still about the blame game. I did this. I did that. I did this. How about we get to what we were hoping for, which is to hear something about a plan to move forward. That's what we care about. That's what the guy or the lady listening cares about now, who's been cooped up for weeks and wants to hear some good news, who hasn't gotten a dime yet and doesn't have any money to spend and is worried about how they can get their food or worried about what's going on in the supermarkets, or somebody telling me they had to buy toilet paper on the internet, okay, someone I know. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, so, I mean, that's where we are. Instead of being there, let's start to talk about how we get to the next phase of this. Then we'll sort out, okay, no one, here's the bottom line. What we care about, what most rational thinking people care about is, how do I get my life back safely? That's it. The stuff for the election will sort itself out. If, if the president thinks the guy listening or the lady listening right now cares about who said what in January, he couldn't be more wrong. What that person cares about right now is how I feed my family how I get my job back, how I save my business, how I get my life back, how I get back to some form of normalcy and do it safely so that I don't wind up sick or wind up a statistic. In a country where we already had, yeah, we have only 22,000 dead, but we've had 20, we had 10,000 dead last week. Now we have 22. At that rate, next week we're going to have 35. 
and the cases are still ratcheting up. A couple of weeks ago, we had 20,000 cases. Now we have 500,000 cases. And it's probably many, many more than that. So what, what the news shows want is to get Trump. And what Trump wants to do is to prove that they can't get him and that he was the first and he was the only one who knew. He didn't know. We all know that. What he should say is nobody knew. Nobody really knew. Was I, did I, was I the first to do everything? No. But no one else knew it was going to be like this either, folks. That's the right thing to say because that's the truth. That's the truth. Nobody knew what this was going to be. But what about the response? You look to the national government to lead. When Pearl Harbor happened, Nobody went to FDR and said, you should have known it was going to happen. You should have known what was going to happen. Everyone was looking for the Japanese fleet. How do you not know it was in? That's not what they said to the president. They listened to him give a speech and they rallied around it. Years later, all right, were there people who said, oh, he knew this and he knew that. Fine, everyone does that in retrospect. They can do that 15 years from now. They can teach it in a course at some Ivy League school about what he knew and what he didn't know. What we care about now is how we rally our country back to a place where we can all go back to living a normal life. That's what we care about. The people who like him are going to believe the stuff he tells them. The people who don't like him aren't going to believe anything he says. So move on from that stuff. And let's get to a plan. Give people a plan. Give them some reason to have some hope right now. Give them some reason to figure out a way to go forward right now. I give Andrew Cuomo credit because that's what he did this afternoon. He didn't say, I have a date for you yet, but he said, here's how we're going to plan it. We're going to put together a commission. We're going to have the six states all agree on how we do this because we're all intertwined. We all use the I-90. We all use I-95. We all use this. We can be in this state and that state. So we're not going to act like we're one state. We're going to act like we're all one big state. And we're going to open and close things in cooperation. Cooperation is a nice word right now. That's what we need from our leaders right now, some form of cooperation so that we win. All they care about is they win. It's not about that right now. That'll take care of itself. Take care of the American people. Take care of this crisis, and everything else will take care of itself in November. Instead of, Oh, let me put him up here now and let him recant what he said yesterday because I basically told him he had to do that because everyone thinks that anyway, okay? He got asked that. Of course everyone thinks that. He got propped right up in the first minute. So everybody thinks that anyway. It doesn't work. And you know what it means? It means, again, the one mistake he keeps making. He keeps putting him in front of us. Right now, it's got to be about us because we're tired of being home, worried about our lives, worried about our businesses, worried about feeding our families, worried about where the next meal is coming from, and looking for some answers. 
And that's what you look to your leaders for when things are bad. You look for them for direction, for leadership, for a plan. Something we can all, we all need something to rally around. We are incredibly divided. We need something to unify us and something we can rally around. Instead of the same nonsense every day back after this. All right, we're back at 6.30. I'll give you, you can uh, listen to more pleasant times. You can listen to a Yankee victory back uh, with Susan and John back in uh, 2009 when uh, the Yankees beat the Twins. A-Rod, A-Rod had a big hand in that. He had a big hand in everything in that postseason, as a matter of fact. The Yankees don't win that year without A-Rod, who had 16 RBIs in the postseason that year. Had really a remarkable uh, run and a big home run, obviously, uh, against the Twins. An enormous home run to right field that really changed things. Um, you know, the, the sad part of all this is that you can sense in everybody, at least I can in the people I've talked to, that they're, they're reaching a, what they think is like a crossroads where they know that there's no proven answer. But that the people who are going to make the decision, and we all know it's not just the president. It's going to be the governors in a lot of states. The governors are the ones who close the states. They're going to be the ones to reopen them. They have to decide, and they have to weigh a very important decision, and that is at what point do we risk the general health of the people with the general economic and mental and maybe cultural well-being of the people. We're putting enormous strains on a lot of different parts of our economy, our supply lines, our ability to restore the food lines, um, there are a lot of people who are out of work, a lot of people worried about the, the jobs they spent their lifetime building up, the businesses they now created that might employ five people or six people or eight people or 10 people or 20 people or 50 people, whatever it may be. But this, they put their lives, uh, blood, sweat, and tears into building that business. And a lot of those businesses run on a thread where they just get by. They get by enough for someone to have a house and have a couple cars and put a couple kids through college and not much else and employ a couple people. But, you know, that's what it's about. That's what, you know, having a business is about. That's the idea. Not everyone's going to, you know, make a billion dollars. And not everyone has to. But it's about that person now. It's about all those people now. And instead, it's this complete nonsense about, oh, I said this on this date, and I didn't see this memo, and they said I saw this memo, and then nobody cares. You wish you knew how much nobody cares. Going to get judged on where it goes from here. Nobody knew we were going to get hit like this. We all knew that. But presidents 
and leaders, and not just presidents, governors, senators, everybody who's in front of a microphone who makes a decision, those people, they get put in a position of authority and then they need to respond when things get tough, like now. And now is when, now is when you distinguish, distinguish yourself. And we have a tough decision to make. We know, we know we need to get this country moving again. But we also know that we face some risks from that virus that we have not overcome. And it's a very delicate balance that we're trying to strike there. And for the first time, I had people actually say to me, you know what, I'll take my chances. I got to get back to work. I got to get back to my business. I got to get back to this or that. I'll take my chances now. My chances are better now. Maybe they took the top off this thing. Maybe it's going to get warmer now and it's going to be the right time of year. And maybe if I get it, I'm going to get past it. But if I have no business to come back to in the middle of June, what good is it? If I put 18 or 20 people, I know someone who put 700 people out of work. And was sick about it. But what is it supposed to do? You can't pay 700 people. You can't for a week. You can't pay them for a month. No money coming in. And you got businesses that haven't had a dime coming in now for a month. We're not set up for that. You're talking about a $22 trillion economy. It's been shut down for a better part of a month. And you're talking about shut down fairly tight. But we got to get past, past, past this idea of, oh, let me tell you tonight and tell you that it's none of this is true and I did this and I did that and he's going to say, oh, let me get him up here. He'll say that I did this. So Fauci takes back everything that supposedly started the headlines yesterday and no one buys any of it. But then what happened is we didn't learn anything tonight. We didn't advance this tonight. You didn't go to bed and put your head on your pillow tonight and say, hey, now I got something to look forward to tomorrow. I got a plan. I got an idea of what we're going to do. What you have is you think you, you think those people are going to bed tonight weighing which day this person decided this or which day this one said that and this one said this. No one cares. You don't know how little they care. They care about themselves because that's what they're supposed to do. They care about their families. They care about their business. They care about their next meal and their next paycheck. That's what they care about. And as an elected official, that's what you have to care about. All you, not just the president, president, governors, senators, whoever we're talking about, whoever makes a decision. Because that's why you're there. And it's time that we get a plan that we can hang on to. We all know, if you pay close attention to this, you, all you heard today was different people saying, hey, we need to get this back opened up. That's all you heard. 
You heard it from the governor in Texas. You heard it from the governor in California. You heard it from Andrew and six other, five other governors in the Northeast. That's what they held this thing for, to tell you, here's what our plan is. And everyone needs to know how that's going to work. What does that look like? What does that mean for me? Can I be safe doing that? Can I go back to work? Can I do this? Are my kids going back to school? What's going to happen here in the next month? That's what they care about. That's what they want to know. At times like this, you got to care about what they think about, what the people care about. It's about the people. Not about a re-election campaign. Very sad. Very predictable, unfortunately, but very sad. We need to move forward here now in this. We really do. It's time. And I'm not saying that, listen, I'm not saying we should open tomorrow because that's not in the works. And forget the idea of testing because I think that's by the boards. I haven't even heard anything about testing in, in weeks now. That makes any sense. If they start bringing that up again, That'll be something new because when was the last time anybody even brought up testing? I haven't heard the word testing in weeks. Would we all like to be tested for antibodies? Yeah, we'd like to know if we had it. And eventually, I guess that'll happen, but you know what? I don't know when it is. But we're all getting ready to put one foot back in front of the other again and to get moving in the right direction because none of us want to know what our companies or our livelihoods or our businesses or anything is going to look like come June and July. We're not built for that. This economy is not built for that. Our society is not built for that. And yes, there comes a point where the cure can be worse than the disease, although the disease has been pretty nasty. And it continues to be pretty nasty. As we said, put that aside for a little while. Think about better days. Halcyon days of you all, like the last time the Yankees made a run towards a championship. It's been a while. Everyone says they got a team this year that can make another one. That'd be nice. Who knows? Maybe that season will start before too long. Hey. On a rainy, ugly, windy night when you didn't have, when a lot of people like me didn't have power all day, you know what? You need something to think pleasantly about, like a baseball game in July or something like that. So Susan and John are next. Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program brought to you by those who drink it. We'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.